Welcome to Withdrew. This is the Positive Mental Health Podcast, created with a view to spreading knowledge and experience on how to navigate through this stressful modern world and look after your mental health. From social media, societal pressure, and to the accessibility of getting yourself into debt, this modern world we live in is taking its toll on people's mental health. With one in four now suffering with mental health issues on a weekly basis, there's no question that this is becoming a modern day epidemic. My aim is to help people live positive lives and dismantle all of the negativity that society forces on us by having some fantastic conversations with inspiring and motivating guests who know all about looking after your mental health. So without further ado, let's jump straight into it. Welcome back to episode eight, one I've been very excited for since it was organised a few weeks ago. But firstly, though, I just want to say a massive thank you for the response to the last podcast I received. I had some lovely messages from some of the people that had to listen. Stuff like that really means the absolute world to me and has made me so excited that these conversations are actually having positive impacts on people, as that's the exact reason that I started this in the first place. Now, I'm absolutely buzzing to be joined here today by Ben Eastwood, a guy that inspires me personally and an individual that seems to have cracked the code for looking after his mental well-being, staying positive and keeping motivated, making the absolute most of life. So, Ben, it's great to have you. Thank you, Drew. Thank you for inviting me on. Really appreciate it. So can you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so uh, obviously, yeah, my name's Ben and uh, I'm a mindset coach ba- based up in uh, the northwest Manchester. Um, and, and like you you kind of like hit on there, my main, my main drive in life is to kind of impact people's lives in a positive way by just sharing a message and kind of leading the way as much as I can. In, uh, in my own actions and behaviours, I feel that that is one of the best ways to help people to kind of show the path yourself rather than just kind of talking talking a game, if that makes sense, to show them the impact it's having yeah. on yourself. Which, which again is something that I've seen through through watching yourself as well. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. So, can you tell us a little bit about this multiple business owner that you have in your Instagram bio? <laughs> yeah, so I've got I've got a few businesses. I've got um, I own a, a gym over in Stockport, which is kind of South Manchester. We've had that going for seven years now. Um, that's kind of like a semi-private facility, three thousand square foot. Um, then I own that I co-own that gym with my business partner Mark, and then. Uh, I set up my own company called B1, uh, which is which is around mindset and self development, and um, I've, I've in the last year split that into two things. So I do one to one coaching, and I take people out where I work mindset and fitness together, help people break through kind of certain uh, mental barriers and showing them how to do that through fitness, and then that can carry over into life. So that's B1 is an entity, but then I separated B1 mindset courses. Because I wanted to develop online courses that could help people understand the mind and body a little bit better, but do it in their own time at their own pace. Um, so we set that up with a with a gentleman called Liam. So that's um, another company that I own, um, and then working with an, another gentleman called Kevin at the minute, who's a breathwork coach. Um, it, it, I, I've taken him on as my breathwork coach. He does a lot of cold water therapy with people, and we're looking into doing some form of outdoor um kind of seminar style not necessarily just mindset but also how to take control of your your body state your biochemistry um again you are in control of, of everything you do and we want to kind of show people that you are in that position it's just got to come from you for the want so um and then the podcast as well which obviously isn't a business per se but that's something that I started this year myself and uh as you is i'm sure you know it's just uh an amazing thing to to be a part of and, and to do that, that's such a positive drive in my own life to to carry that forward so yeah i was wanting to actually ask you a little bit more about b1 um, and when it started to develop as you mentioned in a video you posted earlier this week that it was a product of you finding yourself when you were a bit lost 
yeah, so the the name B1 kind of um, signifies becoming one with myself. I think that I had quite a troubled uh, youth and quite quite a, a path that led me in the wrong directions in life and it, through all of my own um, choices. And when I started to understand that I needed to come away from a lot of situations and, and I managed to do so, I still had a resistance against myself. I still didn't like the way that I looked. I had a lot of self-confidence issues, which stemmed a lot of anger and, and violence and things like that and drugs and um, a lack of belief in myself, lack of direction, um, just a real resentment and hate for myself and the world. And I think that even as I started to come away from environments and started to find some stability in life through a bit of more stable jobs and income in, in, in just different aspects that were more positive in a way, I just still wasn't happy with myself and it wasn't until I became happy with who I was um, and accepted myself for who I am and, and believed in myself and found myself in a way. I really did find myself and that was the transition of of becoming happier and becoming more content and fulfilled in life and that then stems just an absolute unbelievable past five to ten years where achievements have just kind of grown and grown and, and again it just came from finding myself literally just that point and just finding myself I think a lot of people in life just just get lost um in in just that ability to to connect with yourself and go inside and and be at one with yourself is a is an amazing thing and in that truly transformed my life and that's why I've got so much passion for B1 self-development and mindset like that that for me is my passion in life Yes, we just had a wee chat um, before I started recording there, uh, but I'm just going to repeat it because I think it'd be great to for the listener to hear as well. So I was excited to see that you were acquainted with an awesome guy that was on the last episode for anyone that listened called Tom Morgan. Yeah. And I thought that was actually quite funny as you're the first two people I got in touch with about coming on my revamp podcast because you both reflect a lot of the stuff I'm trying to communicate and I find you both very motivating. Brilliant. So this is now the second podcast you've been a guest on. Is it something you're enjoying? Yeah, it's, 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 it really is. Um, and I, and, I, and um when you, I kind of came away from it buzzing, uh, re really on a high. Um, and my days are long. I'm up early. Uh, I'm very busy, um, but I make sure I'm productive. But what I find is when you are working towards something you've got a passion for, the the energy just keeps you keeps you high and keeps you up. And um, I've been really excited to come back on it and do this one with yourself. If I'm honest, as soon as I finished Tom's, I was I was kind of like really excited then to go on. And again, it's just been. For me, it's a. I think some of the some of the questions we're going to go through today are really good and really powerful. But one of them that you're going to touch on in a minute is around surrounding yourself with the right people and even connecting with someone like yourself through a podcast and having this conversation is a form of of positive change within the mind. You're talking about things that you're both passionate about and are driving you forward. So it's yeah, this is something that has been an amazing thing, and also it's kind of like that that step of pride to know that, like you say, people are looking at me in a way that I am impacting people in a positive manner and that made me take a step back and realize how far I'd come from being so so negative in life to then actually being an endorsement for positivity um so that's quite a, quite a proud moment for me in, in a way yeah you've definitely hit the nail on the head there this like building relationships with people who have the same views in life has just been like great for me it's just started from when I made this Instagram account and I've just connected with so many amazing people have you found that the same with yourself yeah, Instagram's been a game changer for myself. And I think that um, th there's a lot of social channels. And from a business perspective, I'm kind of looking into LinkedIn at the minute. I think Facebook always had a resistance for me because um, it just got so connected with my past. And it was something that I wasn't running away from, but it was something that I didn't want to uh, be surrounded by anymore. But what I found on Instagram is um, 
just a network of support from people that I don't even know, but share the same message, the same values in life, the same philosophies. And you can, you literally are just waking up and um, I'm a massive advocate of, with social media. You follow the people that are kind of endorsing what you want in life. And that propels you to wake up and see someone with a positive post or putting some work in whatever form that may be, um, or even just being honest about having a negative day, but putting a spin on it and showing the world as it is, but knowing that there's there's movements ahead and there's people surrounding them that are shining a light and that's their power. I think, I think there's so many negatives that have been shone on social media, but I also think that it's down to the person, whether you kind of draw towards the negatives or the positives and for, for the likes of yourself and myself and Tom, for, for a great example, like we've found each other because of the message that we're all kind of trying to drive. And that's what we want. If you're the more people you can surround yourself with like that, the, for me, that that's the game changer. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm excited to ask you this question and feel free to go on off on as much of a tangent as you want. <laughs> you're allowed to. So what does having a positive life mean to you? So it's a, it's a really interesting one, this, because I've, um, in, in the mindset group, I've got like a mindset community group and we've we've used the word positivity this week. And it's really kind of weird how a lot of, I'm, I'm a big believer in things happen for a reason, but for us to use the word positivity this week and then for the two podcasts I've been on, I've been around positivity. Um, we asked for definitions off people and everyone came with slightly different variations, but they all kind of connected together really well. I think for myself, positivity is, it's, it's being in a place where you feel um, a sense of growth and you can relate it to kind of like emotions like joy, happiness, peace, contentment, fulfillment, all of these things. But I also have my own spin, which is I think that everyone in life will still go through negative patches, whether it's a day, it could just be a patch where they feel in a slump. And positivity for me is that shining light. It's that is the aspect within the mind where you think, no, I am a positive person. There are things to look forward to. There are things that I am aiming for. And that's why I'm such a big believer in having kind of visions and goals and things like that, because when you can create such a, a compelling um, goal or some, some aspect that you want to work towards, that is your positivity. That's your drive. So if you do hit a negative patch, which happens in life, it does, but knowing that you still have something to focus on, that for me is positivity. It's kind of like what you focus on in life. Can you focus on things that you want, you truly want? And that creates and stems this tree of, of many branches of what positivity then can embed, if that makes sense. Um, and I think that the reason I kind of explain it that way is just because if you narrow it down to literally just positivity is about being happy and, and all of these really ama amazing emotions, if someone does start to feel negative, they start to beat themselves up too much but negativity is something that will happen and if anything it's a sign like negative emotions are kind of signs to say right something isn't right what's up is someone affecting me is a situation affecting me um am i struggling with something from my past that i can't let go of so it creates an awareness and then when you have that awareness you can do something about it and then that moves you forward as an individual and then you can look back and think wow i've just come through that and that adds a bit of armor to you, it adds a resilience to you, adds a belief to you. So I think that, I don't think negativity is a bad thing, but I think that understanding what's causing negativity and having a positive focus, so again, focus would be the main word around that, it is important. And that's been the game changer in my life as well, having a focus to work towards 
whether that is on self-development, whether it's on meditation, whether it's on my fitness and, and training, whether it's on my family life, whether it's on my finances or on my businesses, whatever it may be. Like, what am I focusing on? What am I aiming for? And that gives you a sense of purpose. You're waking up in the morning thinking, like, I want, I want today. Today, today's mine. I'm, I'm working towards things. And again, positivity builds with that. So it's kind of like a, um, I, I, I class it like is this tree in, in, in all the branches of, of everything that surrounds it. Um, and it's just, can you gain that focus and then move towards it? And that, whatever you focus on is your, is either your positive energy or your negative energy. And it's down to you to decide that. Yeah, so you've just sort of explained that positive thinking like ideology so well there. Um, it's one of the main goals of this podcast to spread knowledge and advice on how to think positively and look after your mental health. So it was one that I was actually wanting to discuss with you anyway, because people have different ideas on what positive thinking like actually is. Many people think it's stupid pretending everything's positive, but it's not really about that, is it? It's sort of about it's not about pretending everything's positive or that the negativity is not there. It's more just about not focusing on the negativity and focusing on the positive things, like you just said there. Yeah. Because why would you mindfully focus on it when there's many things to make you feel better? Is it something you relate to at all or is that just my brain? <laughs> no, no, you, you you hit the nail on the head. And I, th- I think the key um, that, that I learned and, and, and started to work on myself is is awareness. And with awareness, you've got to have courage. So what I mean by that is for a lot of people, they when I say the word run away, I mean run away in their mind. So there'll be something affecting them negatively. And instead of having the courage to face up to it, understand exactly what it is and deal with the issue, they run away from it in their mind. They push it to the back of the mind and they just let it linger. And unfortunately, when they let it linger, that then starts to build overwhelm. It starts to build all of these kind of negative emotions that can create anxiety and and slowly lead into depression and all of these kind of things. And negativity, again, it's, it's a signal. It's a sign to say there's something that's affecting you. Like, what is that? Can you just take a step back and think, right, okay, so what's made me feel like this today? Like, why am I in a negative mood? Why am I feeling down? Is is something on my mind and, and what is that? And then the reason I'm I'm a big believer in understanding what's affecting you negatively is because from my knowledge and my experience of working on myself and with my clients, it's you can't expect to bring positivity into your life and have it last if you aren't prepared to understand what affects you negatively, you need to create space for positive change. So by understanding the things that bring you negative energy or negative emotions or negative feelings, that by eradicating them or dealing with them, that is when you start to take control of your life. That alone, just being aware of what's causing you negative emotions can make you feel positive because suddenly you think, wow, man, I'm so proud that I've just done that. I've just really stood up and addressed that issue. And now I'm going to go for a run and now I'm going to read that book. And now, so then you implement a positive action on top of that. And that starts to build this momentum and you start to discover who you want to be and what you want to come away from. But I think that just to to kind of finish that, it's like in this world, and and again, this is one of my big philosophies as well. It's you're either in control of your life or you're letting life control you. So there's so many things that can grab your attention in life from um, an individual, from an environment, from a workplace, to the TV, to social media, like all of these things can grab your attention at any point in time. And it's whether you let that grab your attention and take you down that rabbit hole or you stop it and think, is this benefiting me and where I want to move to and what I want to think about? And if the answer is no, you've got to have the courage to stop 
and think, right, what do I want to be focusing on? Well, these are your goals. This is what you want to focus on. This is your 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 focus at the minute. And then you you tune back into that. Whereas a lot of people just let life catch them and they're absorbed by life controlling them. And when that starts to happen again, it eventually it catches up with them. And that's where so many negative emotions start to come through. And as soon as you, when you start to feel negative emotions on a consistent basis, you start to tell yourself, your self-talk turns into, I'm a negative person. I'm always feeling negative. I'm always feeling down. But the more you say that to yourself, the more you stay within that realm. Um, so you've got to, again, address it, become aware of it, have the courage to face it, and then you can implement the positive actions. For a lot of people to try to implement the positives, but then because they've not dealt with the negatives, as soon as that hits them again, they feel like they keep hitting barriers. They feel like they keep hitting roadblocks and that pushes them down further. It's like, I'm trying to be more positive, but then this happened and then this happened. So I'm like, well, what did you do about the negative aspects? Nothing. Right. Well, that's, that's the issue here. We need to address them, not get absorbed by them, but just understand what they are, eradicate them in whatever way that may be. And then bring in these positive emotions. And if you if you start with that as a principle, as a foundation, that over time turns you into a positive person or a more higher percentage of a positive person, if that makes sense. So at the start of that journey, you might be focusing more on just being aware of what the negative issues are to implement more positives. But if you can continue to do that on a consistent basis over a certain period of time, you just on a higher percentage start to become more of a positive person. And that's where determination and persistence and these kind of keywords and attributes come into play. A lot of people haven't got the persistence or the dedication to say to themselves, right, I'm really going to focus on making sure I eradicate anything negative and anything negative out of my life and address it. And I have put things into place that bring me positive emotions. I'm not waiting for something positive to come into my life. I am purposely putting it in there myself. That was an unbelievably good explanation. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that seriously, you should write a book. Uh, but that was that's just sort of like I have got that opinion anyway. Like I, I started thinking positively about like a year ago, but it's just like the more the more I sort of think about it and surround myself with positive people, it's like sort of just more the more I'm absorbing of it. It's more like it's a journey. It's not like a flick of a switch, which I think is what some people think is. Yeah what that is and that's why they don't go for it because they, they're just like oh that's not me that's not me you know that's i don't live a life like that i'm not gonna you know suddenly turn and think positively but it's it's you're right it's a process you know so you're a man for routine how important do you find that to keeping yourself focused and positive yeah i think um i think routine is i think routine is key and i think that i'm I'm, although I advocate for routine, if someone looked at my life, they might see it is kind of organized chaos in a way. Um, because my weeks can flicker between when one business take needs to take more of a lead. Um, that's when I need to put the focus into. I forgot to mention I've got um, another company that I co-own with with a gentleman called Mark, my, my other business partner, and a lad called Adam, called Inspired Coaching, where we co uh, we train up people to become level three personal trainers. We also show them how to brand themselves in, in the business, et cetera. And week by week, one of the businesses might need a little bit more input. So my routine, basically, I do uh, an exercise on myself on a Sunday or a weekend where I note down my key priorities through the, through the week. So what I call them is my must priorities. So these are my must priorities. And 
things within that will be my son, my wife, my family, my meditation, my self-development work, my training, but then it'll be my businesses and split that up. And then when I've created that list, I start to create actions that are needed for all of these through the week. And then they start to form a routine for me. So obviously with you following me, you know, training is such a massive part of my life and so is meditation. So the routine aspect of it is important for myself because because my week's sporadic, I need to make sure, okay, so when am I implementing my training and my meditation? Because if I didn't do that, my day would catch up with me. And before I know it, I'd think I've not meditated today. I've not trained today. I've not got time. I'm rushing about. So I think routine's important if you are trying to implement a new structure or a new format until it starts to become more habitual. Um, but with that, that's your transformation as a person. You start to see your identity change. Um, you you become not just more of a routine person, but this is your identity. So you wouldn't even class it as a routine. You just say, well, this is me. This is me living day to day. This is what I do. Um, but I think for a lot of people, just if they are trying to move into a switch, just understanding the key priorities that they must have in their life and then that they want to have in their life. And if you can create a routine around those, that's that starts to very quickly highlight going back to what I said previously, what's pulling your attention away. So if you've created a list of your priorities um, and you start to apply them to a routine, but you don't get some of them done because other things start popping up, you start to realize, right, okay, so how much of a priority, how much do I actually want this? Because I'm not getting it done because this is pulling me away or that's pulling me away. So that again, the word awareness comes into play, but I'm very aware. I have to be very aware because again, I'm still on a journey of, um, I'm still on a massive journey myself and I'm, I'm very open and honest within my um, coaching philosophies that I'm still learning. I'm still developing myself. I still go through bad patches and I'm an advocate of, of trying to walk the walk. And um, that's why I still learn every day and develop every day in any way I can learn new methods. And I think that the routine just help priorities and routine help me ensure that I'm doing the things that are keeping me who I want to be rather than letting things pull me in a direction that I don't want to go, which can quite quickly happen. Yeah, I've always tried to follow a routine, even from when I was in school. But I think when I was younger, I found it just difficult to follow. I, wasn't, I didn't have the commitment for it. But yeah. what did change that for me is when I started getting up for morning walks every morning. Yeah. So at the, at the start, like you said there, it was, a, it was a chore kind of getting out of bed to go for the walk. But now it's like, I know that my day is not going to be good if I don't start my day with that, because it just doesn't doesn't clear my mind and it doesn't get like I can think about exactly what I'm going to do that day when I'm on my walk and I go for it when I get back if I miss that step out in the morning I feel a bit lost yeah um, but another thing with that is I give myself a day off a week from it do yeah. you have days off yeah and again it's I, I think um I, I like the idea of of the and and, and I, I read about this it's not something I come up with but within the morning so I think if you do something within the, within the morning that wins your morning, it kind of sets you up in a good mentality and mindset for the day. And I'm a big believer in that. So, and that can be in any way possible. So say, for example, you have a day off and your decision, and, and the key word there is your decision, is to just sit and chill and have a coffee and watch a little bit of TV and enjoy that one day off. Then that's that's part of the routine for that day. But you you decided to do that, if that makes sense, rather than it being a day where you were meant to walk, you sat the walk off and you sat there watching TV and have coffee. So that wasn't the decision you wanted to make, if that makes sense. So I think the way I work days off in in, in a sense is I'm 
because I've had such a um, heavily fitness kind of lifestyle from a, from a very young age, I've learned to evolve my rest and recovery around how I'm feeling um, in myself, in my mind. My, my, I know when I need to kind of give my central nervous system a little bit of recovery, et cetera. So I tend to work up into a point where I think, right, okay, I need to rest now. And I might have a day day rest, I might have two days rest. I might refuel a little bit. Um, and then and then I'll just continue through. And I think that's why a lot of people see me and like, wow, man, you train really intense. But it's like, I do, but I'm also meditating two to three times a day. My, my nutrition is is there to fuel my body. Um, and, and I just do key things to keep me, keep me focused and in place with that. But I think that you've got to work what's right for yourself as an individual. And I think that even as a coach, I still advocate listening and following a plan, but start to adapt it to what suits you, which is I think is where you were coming from with what you found with obviously doing your morning walk, but then also taking a day off and the other little things you implement that's created this positive lifestyle that's now leading your life, which sounds like it's made a massive impact positively. Yeah, definitely, 100%. And you've mentioned that you use podcasts and audiobooks to gain information and motivation for positivity and growth. I've been doing the same this year, especially on those morning walks. Can you give any recommendations? I'm always looking for new podcasts. Yeah, I think one that there's a, there's a few that I listen to, but I think um, The School of Greatness is one that I'm really digging into at the minute. I was listening to um, one with a guy called Jim Quick this week, um, and I've read his book. It's about kind of like how to how to learn, basically, how to learn faster, learn better, um, how to memorize things, how, how your brain works. And that's been a really interesting one, especially because I read his book first and then listened to the podcast. So you've kind of already got a an eye into what he's talking about. Um, and, and I'm also quite, the, a podcast that I really like, and I know he's, he's kind of like Marmite in a way. Um, a lot of people don't like him or do, but I like Joe Rogan's podcast. And I think the reason that I like them is because he really does dig in to certain aspects and ask questions that bring out answers that he's very honest in his opinion as well if he doesn't agree with something or he doesn't um, but he will go into detail and and I think I've learned a lot going into doing podcasts from listening to his I think he's uh he's been a role model for me in terms of how to how to approach podcasting um so that that's an interesting one as, as well, which is like we're talking about kind of listening to things. But if you think about, and again, this is where I'm an advocate of not just focusing on one area of your life, kind of create goals in, in different areas. So like I'm listening to Joe Rogan podcast potentially to look at, right, how does this guy operate his podcast? How does he um, kind of come across? What things does he do? And then I'll be listening to the School of Greatness because I'm actually really keen and interested on the philosophies of the guests that are coming on. Like they're all really successful entrepreneurs or sports people or business people or just people that succeeded in life or overcome adversity. And again, that that's it for me. It's like the benefit of podcast is listening to someone um, talk. And, and again, I said this to Tom in the week, I think one of the biggest um, changes that, is really affected me in a positive way is anyone that I meet, anyone that I speak to, anyone that I listen to, anyone that I watch, no matter who it is, my thinking is like, what can I learn from this now? Like I always look at them as if to say like, I want to learn something from you. Um, and that doesn't matter who it is. And I think that that takes you off a pedestal. It takes any ego away. Um, and it starts to open your mind up to just different ways that people think. And as a mindset coach, that's really important because everyone 
everyone's mind is set up differently just through the experiences and things they've been through in life. And I think that understanding um, different different perspectives from different people, different beliefs is a massive thing. And that's why I love podcasts so much because you can get two people who've been successful in the same area, have come from different backgrounds and have taken different approaches. So then it's like, okay, so what can I apply out of both of these that would suit me? How can I adapt them? How can I mold them? And then you start to create your own uh, philosophy, your own way. Um, and that's kind of the beauty of it. But I think with podcasts, um, there's them two, and there's, there's, it's not necessarily a podcast, um, uh, but it's a guy called Tom Bellew. Um, I can't remember the name of his show, but it, it's it's a really phenomenal one, and he's big on self-development and mindset. Um, so I, I'm just a YouTuber. I love YouTube for that reason. I think my most social media channels that I go on are YouTube and, and Instagram, um, but Tom Bellew's a good one to listen to as well. Well, I need to check those two out, but Joe Rogan, I do listen to as well. I find him some, he like, obviously he covers quite a lot of stuff, um, but he's actually a really motivational guy and he's pushing like the right things. He's also got a great connection with the outdoors, which is something that I was going to ask you about. Um, so I've only started to really appreciate the benefits of it in the last year, but I know it's something you feel strongly about. So for anyone listening, why is that something you feel strongly about? Well, I, th- I think it's, I think outdoors brings you an air of peace. Um, it brings you a connection with the world and what you've got around you. I think especially um, I moved out into kind of like um, more of a countryside area about three years ago. And I went back into Manchester about to about probably about six weeks ago then um, to go to a buddy centre. And I'd not been into Manchester for quite a long time. And it, I feel that when you come away and into the outdoors in just around nature, it's a great way to shut off hustle and bustle within the mind. I think that the word awe is, is a great word to use here. And it's like, if you stand somewhere in the outdoors in nature and it's a beautiful spot, you get a second of awe where you just stand there and you just appreciate what's in front of you and thoughts suddenly just kind of dissipate out of your mind. And you're just in a state of like, man, this is beautiful this is just stunning and it really brings a connection of for me especially what what life's about because you can get so caught up in the hustle and bustle of life and work and, and family and odd jobs and and disagreements and everything that goes on within the world but when you're out in nature all of that goes away and it's just like it does really bring you a sense of of peace um it's probably the best word i can describe it peace and connection and i think the the, the journey that i've been on in terms of meditation and, and, and spiritual kind of like um awakening in, in a way my nature is just the the harness of that and, and being around it. and i think that i'm blessed where i live now just with some stunning uh, places and same from what i see with yourself you've got some stunning areas around and that just shows the world is out there but i think that over christmas i wanted to send a message out to as many people as i could and it probably gave me a lot of traction if i'm honest but i wanted to it was when we were in lockdown um and i think the whole country basically was at the point of full lockdown and gyms were shut, um, but I was like, the the world's still out there. It's it's just whether you you're in that mindset of I want to stay in and, and feel sorry for myself and eat and drink and sit in front of the TV, or I want to capitalize on the fact that we can go outside with COVID still, obviously on our own, but just embrace what we've got. And I think that that starts to create a massive shift for a lot of people. And it's since then that that's when the networking massively started for me because people that were also doing that just connected 
And it was just like this family that didn't even know each other of people just having the same values of just loving, loving the world that we've got around us. And I, I'm, I'm a big advocate of tech. I am, I truly am. And I think there's some amazing things that are coming from it, but I'm a massive advocate as well of having the percentage of how much time you spend around tech and what you do with it, with being able to break away from it, get outside and, and let the mind settle down and let your body connect with with earth man with what we've got around us yeah definitely i recently started wild swimming purely just from the number of pages i was seeing on my instagram that spoke so highly of the experience it's not something i don't think i would ever have done before i've seen people do it but i just i don't know i didn't know what it would be doing for me because uh, you got to want to do something like that to like get yourself in the water most people might not think it's for them but I, like you said, I live in Inverness and the number of locks surrounding us is just phenomenal. So I'm really glad I started to like appreciate that. And that was over lockdown because like we said, I could have just been sitting inside playing Xbox, but I was getting out because sometimes it was clear to clear my head, but I ended up like connecting with it. And now I use it as a tool for inspiration. And I'm so glad that that, that, that lockdown happened because I, I don't think I would be where I am now without what you just said. I needed to push myself out because I was trapped inside. Yeah. And without that, I don't even think I would be, you know, like doing this podcast right now because it just opened up like a whole new, like, I don't know, just a whole new mindset for me. Yeah, it's a really interesting point that as well, Drew, because I think that um, I spoke about this with someone else before um, and we've said that I reckon it'll probably be about two to three years before the realisation comes of how, what the positive effects of COVID were. And I appreciate there were a lot of lives lost, a lot of money um, put into keeping the economy and in, 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 in the world surviving. But I think there's there has been some major positives to COVID and I think for a lot of people they had a real wake up call to to life to what's out there and not just to get outdoors but to start businesses or to change careers or to realize that there's more to life or to get back in contact with with family and i feel that there was a big shift and i think that there were a lot of people that were affected very badly by covid um but i think that you've got to always look for the solution in terms of what positives can we take from it? And I think that one of them is there was a big shift in people's mentality. And I think you've expressed it brilliantly there of how much it's changed, changed you. And even the, the podcast coming out of that as well is a beautiful thing. And also you getting outside and with nature and not just using it as I need to get some heads. And that's the other thing with it. It's like people generally, and I agree with what you said, like don't just wait until your head's in a bad space to go out for that walk. Like go out for the walk if you're in a good place as well. Do you know what I mean? Like don't wait until you need to to go and do something. Do it just through want or do it just through a decision that just keeps breeding the 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 sense of life that we've got. Yeah. So I just said out loud that I didn't think I'd ever get in the water. Um, but now I do. So the reason I'm asking this next question is because I know fine well I've never thought I'm gonna start meditating. All right. I never thought. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm debating it. I'm seeing so many people that I think are really motivating and that live a life that I want to live um, do it. So I just wanted you to tell me, would you recommend me meditating? Meditation's a really interesting one. And I think that I actually think the word meditation puts a lot of people off. I think that there's two, I feel, I feel there's a couple of reasons. I feel one, there was a massive, um, there was a massive focus put on like the the spiritual side of it or the woohoo if you if you want to kind of call it that um which was a resistance for a lot of people the second resistance is the fact that people kind of worry like can i meditate and and the one of the the biggest um 
one of the biggest impacts meditation had for me, but it was also one of the toughest was to be able to sit with your thoughts because people think that meditation is is literally about clearing the mind of thoughts, which eventually is is kind of like a goal you want to get to. But before you get to that stage, you have to go through a process of sitting down and listening to these thoughts that are coming up into your mind. And the reason you have to listen to them is so you start to understand one minute, I'm not making these thoughts come, they're just popping up in my mind and they're they're pre-programmed basically in the subconscious mind and that's where they're flying up from. So I think that I'm not an advocate of pushing meditation on people, but I am an advocate of finding a form of meditation. And I feel that breath work is such a, a beautiful one to work on because breath work has massive benefits for health, um, both heart, brain, biochemistry for the, for, for the full body. Um, but because you start to focus on the breath solely, that naturally takes thoughts and calms thoughts down and starts to slow the mind and the brain waves down. So I'd recommend it, it, when I speak to people now, I don't recommend meditation. I recommend breath work as a, as a first step. Um, and then to build up from them, once you've done breath work for four to six weeks, how, how are you finding that? Can you find another breath work or could you move on to a guided meditation? And a guided meditation is one where they potentially talk through the 20 minutes or however long you do it for, but you are focusing on what the, what the person is speaking about, what they're trying to get you to visualize, et cetera. And then you can start to, it's kind of like the stepping, it's like, for example, when you go into the gym and I know you train a lot as well, but you, you build in a gym, you build your, your, your foundation and then you progress on top of that. You don't go in and try and do the most complex lift straight away or the heaviest weight straight away. You progress. So I think for meditation for myself, like it took me, I'm still working on meditation at the minute. That's why I'm seeking out um, Buddhism in the minute to learn more about it. But it took me a long time and a lot of persistence and dedication to, to do it. And that comes down to the want factor. It's like, I didn't want to give up. I saw the power in it and I knew it would help me. It's probably meditation has been the biggest game changer in my life by far. Um, but it, it took a hell of a lot of commitment, dedication, determination, a lot of failures. I came away from a lot of meditations more angry than I went in because I used to sit down and get really annoyed that I couldn't shut my thoughts off. And then the thoughts in my mind would get me really angry. There'd be, there'd be thoughts that I didn't want. And, and it, took, it took persistence to think, right, doesn't matter. You're going to sit back down, you're going to meditate again, and you're going to keep doing that and keep doing that until you start to, to accomplish what you're after. Um, and again, it goes back to how much you want something. So for myself, I do recommend it. I think meditation is probably, like I said, the biggest impact positively on my life by far and why it's such a staple within my life. But again, I would approach it in a way of potentially looking into breath work um, or a guided meditation first, just so you can learn a few steps. Because otherwise it can be quite daunting, which I think, again, is that resistance for a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. I think people, like you said, just like they hear the word meditation and they've sort of got a stigma against it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, like, yeah, like loads of people, loads of people meditate. But I think, like as you said, the sort of image that people put in their head is sort of somebody sitting you know, on the on the edge of a beach, with you know, just <laughs> sort of lost in the world. But yeah. it's not, it's not about that, is it? But yeah, you got that, you got that spot on. So I'm looking forward to trying it, and I will get back to you. I love it. Thank you. I love that. Go for so it. yeah, you're a you're a very motivated individual that has a lot of positive things going on. Uh, one of my biggest struggles is staying motivated to keep up with my fitness routine when I'm stressed, which is quite regularly. Uh, <laughs> how do you stay motivated to keep up with your fitness routine when you are busy? Uh, prioritizing i think that um i think that uh, it's a it's a tough one i, I think I, 
one thing that I'm lucky with is that when um, throughout my life, training has been um, a staple. It, it was a get out for a lot of things. Um, and I've put a post out about this quite a while ago when it was kind of Mental Health Awareness Week, which was kind of like, don't pin your mental health solely on training and fitness. I think it's massively important and helps mental health, but don't just solely pin it because that's what I used to do. Um, training was my getaway from life. It was the place I escaped from the world. It was a place I escaped from my thoughts. It's where I put my headphones in. I got hit the hit the weight room, and I just and I just, it was my my solace. It was a place that I loved. Um, but I feel that when you take, if you ever get that taken away from you, which I did a couple of times through injuries, you're then left in a really dark place. But where, where to bring it back into your question, um, because training got me through so many dark times, it just ingrained within me, it's such a habit that it would be harder for me not to train than to train, if that makes sense. Um, and and that's just me kind of being honest. I think the advice I can give to someone for motivation is I do feel trying to get training out of the way early doors is better. I think if you allow the day to unfold, that is when things can catch up on you. You can start to become more tired, odd jobs pop up, um, work commitments come up, whatever it may be. And before you know it, you've got 100 excuses as to why not to train. I feel that that's why I'm a big advocate of training early morning. And also I'm a big advocate of, of setting goals. Like, and they don't need to be big goals, but if you can set specific goals for your training or fitness or health, whatever it may be, that is um, holding yourself accountable, but it's also things to work towards. And that brings an element of positivity again. If you can see yourself accomplishing these small feats, whatever they may be, walking an extra K every day, um, hitting them out of steps, going to the gym, but seeing a progression within the weights or whatever it may be. These are things that build your confidence, make you feel better about yourself. And it's like the the topic of this podcast, positivity. That's what starts to breathe positivity. It's like, I'm, I'm excited to go in and train rather than it's an effort to go and train, if that makes sense. Set yourself small targets that you can see yourself achieving. Yeah, completely. Now, you mentioned earlier on that you were looking forward to me asking this question, so I'll go right ahead with it. How important are the people around you to having a positive mindset? <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, when when I did the... Tom asked me for some tips on positivity, and, and um, the first kind of... Well, not the first, but one of the major ones that I brought up was the people you surround yourself with. And this is a this is a tough one for a lot of people. And again, as, as a coach, I'm as honest as I can be I wear my heart and my sleeve. And it's a tough one to call this because for a lot of people, again, there's, there's a few questions that I ask people. It's like, who in your life right now brings you a sense of positivity? However you define positivity, if you look around your life right now, who brings you a sense of positivity? And that might not just be someone you're in close connection with. It might be the people you follow in the social media. It might be people from your work. It could be your friends, your family, et cetera. But then ask yourself the question after that of, Right, who in my life is bringing me negative energy? Who in my life is affecting me negatively? Um, and you've got to be really open and honest about that. And it could be a family member. It could be close friends. It could be a work environment. And then the third question to ask yourself is, okay, so who in my life now is supporting my goals, my aspirations in the direction that I want in life? And this is the key one for me. This was the key one for my change because the first two I understood straight away who was bringing me positive emotion is who was bringing me negative emotions. And I could address that straight away. But the third one was really um, key for me because I didn't have many people within my life, 
even in the last five to 10 years who were, who were massively involved in self-development or personal development or mindset or meditation. So it took me to venture out and find these people and connect with these people. And for a lot of people, that's their barrier, if that makes sense, which is where I'm talking about the positives of social media and the positives of like, again, myself and, and you connecting and, and the likes of that is like, you want to be around people that are feeding into your mind to wake up and see you go out and get a walk in would motivate me to think, wow, Drew's just gone out and done that. It looks beautiful. Right. Okay. So I'm now going to act on that. Do you know what I mean? It's like that rather than speaking to someone who's saying, I'm going to the pub, your fans come in for a pint or to someone saying, oh, my life's so rubbish right now. And I feel so down. And it's like, well, that energy starts to rub off on you. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying don't try and help someone, but there's a point where someone is so negative and so down or taking behaviors that truly you don't want to have and you've got to make a decision very quickly do i want this in my life is this helping me or is it not and there's a there's a saying that i love um which um it's about it's the one you get in the airplane which is always put your safety mask on before you put anyone else's on and the reason i like it so much is because people think that they're being selfish by cutting people out of their life or by saying to someone i need to kind of go on my own path right now but you're not being selfish you're looking after number one and by looking after number one you will actually start to help more people like i started to help my family more my friends more etc by becoming a more positive person but to do that i had to find myself and find my path um but i had to take myself away from a lot of situations and a lot of people and that not that's not just talking about negative in terms of bad behavior in in antisocial behavior and stuff like that it's it's also just people who have a pessimistic attitude and a negative attitude and this energy that that drains you and it's like i'm such an ambitious person now and i never used to be an ambitious person um but i've got like i i see my life has only just started and i want to be around people with the same ambitions the same drive the same motivation the same one might not be in the same area but they've got those though those though those feelings they want life and um, for me, the more people you can get around that, that just that breeds positive energy. That is a positive energy right there. Yeah, definitely. I made a conscious effort to just surround myself with people who either push me to succeed or like support me. I don't see the point in listening to people who just either think negatively towards what I'm trying to do or just life in general, because it, like, it really does rub off on me. Yeah. So that's why surrounding myself with positive people, that rubs off on me too instantly. Uh, and I was loving you speaking the other day about your partner when she was pretty much winding you up, but pushing you to go on a, I just thought that that was sort of beautiful to hear because it seems like you have that supportive character right beside you. So you're able to thrive and you're pushed by someone. Yeah. We've had the, me, me and my uh, wife have a great, um, great relationship in terms of, um, just support of each other in a, and, um, Rachel's just trying, she, she, we, we've only just had our son, he's four months old now, and she got into amazing shape before she had him and she wants to really kickstart back and, I've got the playability with him because I train so much and I'm so active. I can get away with, although I can be really disciplined with my nutrition, I can also get away with being um, a little bit slacker on it and still getting results. But what I, what I came to the understanding of was I need to help her right now. So the more disciplined I can be, that's only going to rub off on her, which comes back to exactly what you were saying then, which is I've made a conscious choice to pull my um, discipline in together because I know that will impact hers. And that's a, choice that i feel a lot of people can make in life it's about supporting people um by your own actions and again that's why i do try to show some and again that's why um 
And I got a lot of respect for this um, in my early days, which was, and didn't try to hide who I was on social media. Um, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of my past. I'm not ashamed that I, I swear in some of my videos or I do show the, I've still got the nature of, of certain habits, but it's because I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to project a false image of myself, if that makes sense. And there was about a couple of weeks ago, I went through a bit of a negative patch myself and I was very open in a video just to say that it's, I'm, this is still a work in progress and, and it's still something I'm working on. I'm just glad now that I know the tools and techniques that can pull me out of a negative mindset and negative state quicker, whereas years ago it would have taken me months potentially to get out of a, of a negative state. And I think that the more people that, that shine that light, it, it's just the better. But again, it's I feel there is a shift. There's a wave at the minute of people like yourself and, and, um, and what we're trying to do. And I think that that's the that is the power of social. But again, you control who you have on your feed. So if you're scrolling down and seeing um, negative things or judgmental things, um, you've decided to put follow that and 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 put your attention into it. And I think that judgment for me is a, is a killer. Um, it truly is. I think that you've got to be so careful with that because it's it's your own energy you're wasting when you start to judge people. Um, if you focus on yourself and what you're in control of and what you want to focus on, you, you will that that lifts you up to a to a light that just makes you feel so good about yourself. Mm. Yeah, so obviously you've touched on uh, cutting negative people out of your life there and negative stuff on social media, which is obviously massive. Uh, but is there anything else in your life that you've cut out to get your mindset to where you want it to be? Yeah, there's a... The crazy thing is I've got a lot of people that have connected back with me on um social media that i knew from 20 25 years ago and they can't they're kind of like um, proud in a way as well and i get some really nice messages and they mean probably the most to me from people that used to know me i think that um i'm just very aware of what pulls my so for myself again i'm trying to capitalize on life as much as i can i want to be very active in terms of not just um fitness but active within terms of what i'm doing day to day my productivity towards my businesses and my growth and my networking my family life um even my material things which i'm not ashamed to say like i do want to grow that but I'm, i'll never lose the connection with myself and, and my identity and my self-development but i think that i'm very cautious and conscious of right what's going to affect my focus right now so um alcohol massively affects my behavior and it massively affects my focus so that's something that i cut out and i'm not saying that i don't drink at all but i don't drink a lot if 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 at all to be fair um, my nutrition again um i've really reined in the people that i hang about with or speak to um, is a massive one as well and then what i consume i don't watch tv whatsoever i think um, i watch a film a week on a saturday night with with the wife and I'm, again i'm conscious of what film we watch because that plays into my mind as well. Um, social media as well. I come off Facebook completely. That didn't serve me in any way. I didn't feel, so I cut that out. And then the people that I follow on Instagram are the people that I want to support via um, either me just supporting their journey, just seeing someone starting out and just thinking, I want to support this person. I want to help this person. That person is, and again, that's the power of social media as well. It's like for someone just starting out, um, that that journey inspires me just as much as looking up to someone and thinking, well, I want to be like them. It's like, this person is just just starting and he's giving it everything he's got. She's giving it everything she's got. And that propels me to to do more. Do you know what I mean? It's like I just love inspiration from any way, shape or form. Um, 
But again, it's again, it's just decisions about what is helping you in life, what's leading you forward. But I think that the the biggest thing there is like what do you want to focus on. As soon as you understand that, that's what all of these answers should be around. Yeah, exactly. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your podcast so that anyone listening can go and check it out? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Thank you. So we um, started a podcast called Going In Deep um, with um, a gentleman called Ollie Dunn and uh, Liam Gardner. Um, me and Ollie um, are obviously uh, hosting and, and Liam's our producer, but he has been on the show as well. And me and Ollie um, knew each other from when we were younger. And I reached out to Ollie um, about a year ago to ask him for a little bit of advice on branding and, and business, actually, uh, when I was starting B1. And we connected and realised the connection that we had, which we we knew each other when we were younger, uh, but we didn't realise that, that where we were at right now in our lives with the values we shared and we're big believers in kind of like the law of attraction and energy and it's stuff that we're interested in and want to learn more in. And the more we got talking, he started out just going to be an Instagram live. And then we said, why don't we do a podcast? And um, we just took action on it and it's just kind of built strength to strength. But I feel that one of the benefits to the Going In Deep podcast is that it's allowed me and Ollie to express ourselves as individuals um, and talk about things that we feel like we're interested in but can benefit other people as well, kind of like you're doing with, with this, which is amazing. And that's what I love about podcasts. It's just an opportunity to hear people express um different different things and, and you can find the ones that you're interested in but yeah it's called going in deep um and yeah just we're just rocking and rolling with that that that's been an amazing um achievement uh for myself as well to to, to produce and, and to be on so very excited about that continuing as well yeah like i'm enjoying it like the more and more i do it it's just getting more like, also like it's more i'm more comfortable with it the first one i was doing it, i was sitting sweating like before <laughs> i went on and i was like oh oh and i was stuttering and you know like i'm still not perfect obviously it's going to be like a learning it's gonna be a learning journey but um like I'm, i feel really comfortable coming on i'm looking forward to them all and that's just massive for me because it's like it's, it's an enjoyable thing at the start i was like this is a bit daunting to be honest yeah. like what have i done here and i'm like <laughs> you know what like I took the time to prepare the stuff, you know, get like, I had a few weeks off to, I start, I kind of jump into it when I started it. I didn't really put the time into having the groundwork or having the documents ready so that I could, you know, make it manageable. So I'm glad I'd done that. And it's just made it even more enjoyable for me now because there's no stress attached to it. It's all just exactly what I'm wanting to, what I'm wanting to communicate and what I'm wanting to put across. I'm not worried about it or what I'm going to say. I'm just like, yeah. So it is, it's a great thing that I'm so glad I done it. It's literally lifted my confidence up so much. But I think that what you said there is like really, really beautiful in terms of what it's done for yourself. And that, again, it goes back to the the oxygen mask example. I use it so much that, but but by you taking the courage to push through a daunting feeling and, and to go for this, what it's built within you, but also you'll be helping so many other people just by the message you're sharing, the people you're speaking to. But at the same time, it's helping you. And it's just this circle of... of drive and um again you, you've just talked the, and again that's a big thing i believe in as well about taking action like you felt fear but you didn't let it stop you you thought no i'm going to go for this and you produced an amazing podcast really well set up i, I even messaged I, I think i told you i messaged the the chaps that i do the podcast with just saying how professional it was and what you'd sent me and and like the debrief and things like that and and, and we we were like right we need to kind of think about this as well because that's something we weren't doing so i think that what you've got set up is is amazing drew and i think that um like i say it was a pleasure for me to be asked on and um it's just awesome what you're doing 
I appreciate that, mate. I really do. Uh, so my final question, and we've actually covered a lot on the topic already, but as I do feel like you're a book of knowledge on it, I'll ask anyway. Uh, what's your main advice for anyone listening from switching from a negative mindset that is damaging for your mental health to a more positive one that allows you to grow? Right. So again, it's for anyone listening now, grab yourself a pen and a pad and just write down what your focus is in life right now. Take your time, give yourself five to 10 minutes, try and keep distractions to a minimum and just write down, what am I focusing on in life right now? Like, what am I focusing on? And then write down, okay, what do I want to focus on right now? And when you when you answer the second question, think about things that ignite passion, desire, want, motivation. Because again, if you aren't choosing what you want to focus on, life is determining what you are going to focus on. So if you are in a negative mindset right now, life has pulled you that way and it's down to yourself to kind of grip life and take it in the direction you want. And you've got to start to understand what you're focusing on. When you wake up in the morning, what are you thinking about? What are you doing? Those are the things you are focusing on. On a day-to-day basis, what are your behaviours? What, what's your movement? Like all of these things are, are the answers to that question. And if you're going through day-to-day-to-day and the things that you are doing you don't truly want to be focusing on, that's your answer. And I think that um, an example of this, Drew, if I'm okay to use yourself from what you said today is you've chosen to focus on so many different things and it sounds like you're in a really positive and and content place right now. But that came down to you deciding, right, I want to focus on getting out early for a walk in the morning. I want to focus on creating my own podcast. I want to focus on my training. I want to focus on having a day off that I plan in myself so I can enjoy it. These are things you've decided to focus on and implement, um, but, but you've taken control of that. So for someone who's sat with a negative mindset, you've got to just understand what is your focus right now. And if that focus is taking you in a negative direction or a direction you don't want to go, you've got to decide, right, okay, so what do I want? And whatever you want, you've got to push through that fear, that daunting feeling, as Drew said, and you've just got to go for it. Life's too short, man. And the last thing I'll say, Drew, if that's okay, is so many people wait until something really traumatic or bad happens in life to make a change. Someone dies, they lose a job, the partner leaves them, um, whatever it may be, a really traumatic event. And that is the shift that they needed to think, right, life's too short. I'm now going to go and change my career. I'm now going to go and start doing this. I'm now going to go and travel. I'm now going to really put effort into changing my body shape. And my question is, don't wait until something really bad and traumatic happens. Do it now. Like, just choose what you want out of life and go and get it life right now we're living in a world where anything is possible anything is possible with what we've got available right now whether that is to start something or whether that is just to think you know what i just want to find peace of mind i want to feel more happy in myself i do want to find find a path down meditation we'll go and find a spiritual teacher go and go and venture out and, and learn about it develop on it but you've got to decide what you want in life rather than having life say this is what's for you you say no 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 i'm in control this is what I want. Beautifully put. <laughs> well, Ben, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Very positive and very motivating stuff. If anyone would like to follow Ben and keep up with his work, then you can get him on Instagram at Eastwood underscore BE. And of course, go and check out his podcast, which is definitely worth a listen. But I'll pop both of those in the description. 
If you have made it this far, thanks very much for taking the time to listen. I hope you found that conversation as inspiring as I did. So yeah, thanks again, Ben, for coming on as a guest. No, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys later. <laughs>